who from the foundation of the world chose us by the blood of Christ unto reconciliation that is atonement. Thank you because we have been freely justified through his grace by redemption that is in his book. He has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in lives. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. It's in him we have redemption each blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for insight. By your spirit. All glory and honor to your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. that if you have not done so yet some folks take their seats quickly before they ever turn unless the pastor keeps them on their feet for too long look up your neighbor find anybody on your side and greet the person and say welcome to church Mystic Christian Center, also known as Mercy Assembly. The Book of Truth, the Quira of Signs and Wonders, Purpose, Integrity, and Power. Divine Purpose, wholesomeness and divine power. Thank God that you make it. Never be threatened in life by anyone. Never let anyone threaten you. Never let the pastor threaten you. Never let revolt threaten you. Sometimes I'm preaching and I'm preaching and I'm preaching and it's, it's, it's cutting your long toes off and you're feeling threatened. Sometimes I'm preaching and you say, he's talking to me. Oh God, he's talking to me. And then you feel threatened. Don't be. people have said to me before everything you said today you were attacking me don't feel threatened the privilege when you come to church I 
and the pastor is using the Bible to attack you. It's good enough. You rejoice and be glad at least. The pastor has remembered you today. There are people that come to this church and we don't attack them. So if you are the object of pastor act, just thank the Lord. Especially because the pastor prays and fasts and reads his Bible. In that place for over 35 years. And all I can do is to come to church and attack you. You are so special. You are so special that I think we should celebrate you that you have become the object of the Bible message. Thank God. But you can say, for example, all you said today was to attack me. Boy, 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 you are God. You are God. After 36, 37 years or 35 years of concerted labor in the world, I come on stage and I attack you all the way. God, you are God. You are the new God of the new age. Never feel threatened by anyone. First Corinthians chapter number 8. At work, in church, in your family, in your marriage, in your business, in your academic endeavors, please never feel threatened. At single, as married, divorced, about to be divorced, unmarried, married again. Shack said something. If you like acting, WhatsApp is there. I wasn't the only one that was there when he said it. When he heard about some person in some church tackled his, his divorce case, Brother Mishak said, Oh God, I was there. Somebody else was there. You may find out if you want to. He said, oh God, what is all this divorce case I hear about? Some people in the midst are about to go round two, round two. And I'm still struggling to even settle down with round one. He said, are you sure he said this? He had just told you a lie. You can confirm from him. So you know that Revo tells a lot of lies. Some of you say, ah, Revo, Revo. Never be threatened by lack. Never be threatened by your fear. 
people success seemingly don't let people's staggering qualifications threaten you to make your own progress don't be envious no don't be envious ah don't be don't be envious of people don't no you don't need it anything people cannot solve issues here proverbs 27 and verse 4 the wisdom of solomon wrath is critical and anger is outrageous but who is able to stand before envy, 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 oh God, don't be envious, consciously or unconsciously don't be envious, live your own life, no two people are the same, people are the same, except in Christ Jesus, Envy. But if you have bitter envy and strive in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. James 3 14. James 3 and verse 16. For we are envying and striving. There is confusion and every evil work. Don't envy me. Don't need it. Do your own sin. Do your own sin. Do your own sin. Do your own sin. Strategize the company out for God. And divine lady and do your own thing. Don't let your life be crushed into an abnormal, non-divine shape by envying someone else. Don't become a square peg in a round hole or a round peg in a square hole because you may attempt to be somebody else. You may even successfully surpass somebody else. But you are just not you. Chart your own course. You will soon discover a blessing to this world. Just chart your own course. Chart your own course. Advance your own frontier. Just take your eyes up every other person and define your line of pursuit in life try a blessing to this generation you are specifically unique as an individual individualistically individualized in your own individuality for a specific divine purpose stay where you are don't let everybody touch you and touch you down from
Some years ago, I was to get um computer ID cards job from a company. Brother Austin Adoni was working with me then. He's now married. I, I just saw his solemnization photos of Facebook. I was shocked. He didn't invite me. I just saw it. I said, hey, congratulations, boy. But then while he was my staff, we were trying to get a job somewhere. And the resource manager saw him. He went ahead of me and saw him and loved him. And so when the job was about to click, I had to go there myself. And the man looked upon me and looked upon Austin and said, Both of you are from Nazareth. You remind me of Jerusalem. He used all sorts of adjective descriptions. qualify the poverty and the lack I and Bakken Adono represented. I was not bothered because my shoes were worn and torn. And also that was faded and torn also. But in a twist of life, in less than two months, the man was sacked. Whatever his reasons, whatever their reasons, I will not know. But I saw him with Austin, who were close to Zenith Bank, and we saw him again. And the same man who had described our poverty as that of the Nazarene, was now begging us for money. I was surprised that the rich human resource person could ever need to beg money. Be yourself. I've said to you in this church, would you wish to have people's predicaments, precarious situations with their successes? You are only envy their successes. Would you love to have their problems alongside? You are only envying their successes. Would you love to have their trauma alongside? with their problems and their successes or their predicaments but I know what you just want is you want that 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 faith that glow of his life you don't want his troubles how will he work like that the reason he's become a star is because of his star that will never heal if you want his star you must take his scar if you don't want his car, then stop envying his star. 
Never be guilty. Never be afraid. Never be threatened in life. Hey, ah, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Ah, my ah, my wicked. Ah, shut up. For whatever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our face. Who is he that overcometh the world but he that is born of God? Born of the spirit of God of his own will. Begat he lost by the word of truth. Faith in Christ's death and resurrection is to be born of God by the spirit of the father. If you are born of God then you have gained ascendancy over the world. You have gained ascendancy over the world. Oh my God. Oh my God. There is a serious mistake we are making. What is the mistake? We are trying to get it by prayer. It does not come by praying. Came at salvation. Becoming an overcomer over this world, becoming an overcomer in life, does not come at Holy Ghost breakthrough service for the believer. Will never come at the next Holy Ghost conference and CCG campground. Will not come at Shiloh of Canaan land. Will never come at Amos Trinity. Becoming an overcomer is in Christ. Once you are in Christ by nature, you have become an overcomer. This is the truth and nothing but the truth. If overcoming will have to come when you attend church as a believer, then Jesus Christ died in vain and the entirety of the gospel is a scam. Where have you put First John 4 and verse 4? Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he you are a product of divine sacrifice. You lost your identity. You lost your identity in God's divinity. Hallelujah! This is not mercy assembly ideology. This is not the only thing everyone knows. He doesn't know any other thing than to say you are an overcomer. This is the core content of scriptures. At first Corinthians chapter number 8. Don't forget that I'm teaching you the Bible. Please don't, don't make the mistake about the profile. I did not say to you that I'm a philosophy lecturer. I didn't say I'm here to teach you Scientology. I'm not here to teach you believism. I'm not a Catholic. I'm not even a Protestant. I'm a new creature. I'm a child of God, born of the Spirit of the Father. When I teach in this church, I'm teaching you the Bible and its message. So don't get it mixed up, twisted, and say the man is telling us his experience with Lord Lugard with obtuity. No, teaching the Bible. Strictly, strictly, 
Corinthians 8 and verse number 4. As concerning therefore the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world. idol is nothing my father is, is 86 years old now he'll be 87 August next year before he left our house in 1973 there used to be charms and charms in my house. Everywhere, every nook and cranny had some talisman somewhere. We are really always very afraid. Just see one charm, one horn. See one black thing with a black thread, some cowl pieces. It was a terrifying house. I never wished to live in this kind of house anymore in my life where there are charms and charms. I was always fidgetry, jittery, afraid. An idol is nothing in the world. And that there is none other God but one. Look at verse 5. For though there be that are called gods, yeah, they are demi-gods, semi-gods, idols, goddesses, shrine gods, de facto gods, not spiritual, not temporal, whether in heaven or in us. As there be gods many and lords many, there are many, 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 many of them. Yes. This idol and this God and this Satan and this spirit and this and, and sometimes you get it all twisted and mixed up. Gods that dwell on the hills and in the bush, in the crevices, in the shrines, in the rivers. Some parts of the earth look so scary when you get there. You have some goosebumps all over your body because oh boy. It's so satanic. Some shrine, some road, some parts, some dark alleys, some plantain shrub, some banana plantation are deadly places to be psychologically. Psychologically and emotionally. Though there are people that are called gods. Whether in heaven or in earth. That is heaven. If you look into the atmospheric sky. Gods. Atmospheric heavens. They are gods. They are lords. Angelic demonic powers. You hear a lot of these things. The mysteries of the stars. A lot of things you hear about astral travels and yoga and Baha'ism and Hinduism 
Obatala Shango Shopono Oya Eshu. Several things you hear. Say there are many of them. It can become so threatening, isn't it? Magicians. Signs and line wonders. You are wondering what is going on. Verse 6 of First Corinthians 8. But to us, listen, this is what you should believe. This is what I believe. This is what the apostles believed. This is what the Bible wants you to believe. If you believe this, you are erring. You are not stable. You are a bad believer. Your heart will be jolted. You will be afraid. You will soon be frustrated. You cannot run your Christian life on the ground of deceit and perverted gospel and be right. Some of you have a perverted gospel. You have a wrong understanding of Christ. This is the reason why you are frustrated. You are just wasting your time. You are running against gradient. You are running up. You are running against gradient. You are running against the slope. You are running uphill. It's painstaking, tasking, ridiculously, hackling, and difficult. You hear this one, and this one says, and this one says, and this one says, and this one says, and this one gives a testimony, and this one takes you a magic, a sorcery, a talisman, juju, fetish, voodoo. This one, this one, and this one, and the gods in India, and the gods of China, and the gods in the churches of Satan, and the gods and gods and gods and gods, and, and you are all sad and afraid. trouble on the corridors of this your confusion you will soon backslide you will soon backslide because your fear will soon turn to something else it will hinder progress when you don't come to church or you attend a wrong church or you come to church and you are not taught the word of God or you come to this kind of church and you say, What is my business? Kinon come then. No, we're not you overcome, overcome, and no local. You will soon become frustrated. In fact, in fact, many of you are already backslidden. You have you've lost touch with the truth of the world. You're just, you're just here because you have to be. So the reason you didn't come, you're just, you're just sitting like this. And after a while, you're gone. Nothing, nothing, nothing has transpired within your mind as it. Um, relates to being blessed by the word of God. This is what God expects you to think and to believe and to do. Philippians 4 from verse 8 to 9. First Corinthians chapter number 8 says, But to us there is but one God, only one God. The Father. Just one God. He said it's called Allah. He's, I don't, that one is not God. I don't know who he is. Allah is a God. But he's not God here. You say he's called a shoe. Well, you are just saying your own. There's only one God we know. And he's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's called the father. 
of whom are all sins. You say, what does it mean? Yeah, one God. Three persons, one God. Why? This is the way it is. Three persons, one God. Yeah, this is the way it is. Why is it so? This is the way it is. <laughs> this is the way it is. Why is this chair like this? This is the way it was laid. Why is the letter like this? This is the way it was made. Go and make your own. This is the way it is. God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. These three are one. Not one person, one in essence. Who told me? Acts 17, 11, Acts 17. Sorry, John 17, 11, John 17, 21. They may be one even as we are. We are one. That they, they may be one even as we are one. He's not talking about one person. He's talking about different persons. One essence as we do. As we different persons. Different persons are one. So three persons. But us, there is but one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. So why are you always afraid? Why are you always jittery? They said, Ah, ah, ah. The boy insulted me. The boy is in this preaching about me. Hey, the pastor said, So what? Is the pastor God? The man of God said, So what? Is the man of God God? The witch said, So what? Is he God? My boss at work, is he God? secrets in life and you must learn it if you are going to make progress in life anybody who has this sense of the comfort zone phenomena just you like to just rock in one place cannot make progress in life you must have the mind of change for the better you must have the mind anywhere you are is not the best because the best on the inside you are only following hard after sometimes you need to be kicked out of your comfort zone to make progress in life you need to be kicked out to be pushed to be spared you, you, you are spared and when you are being spared you are so afraid and you, and you, and you break out of your cocoon and you get better in life it happens it has to happen to you. I say one spot. One spot. It won't work. So when you have been threatened or you are afraid or somebody is meant to help you is not helping you, take it as a challenge. 
should have helped you they did not so what do you do you help yourself you 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 you, you look inwards and break out nobody is thinking of you think of yourself nobody is remembering you they forgot you don't forget yourself please think about yourself they speak ill of you press on they will soon speak good of you don't worry it's a question of time they have to speak so just press on the same ones at mark 10 who stopped blind Bartimaeus called him and said he called it for thee when he did not stop shouting don't easily be discouraged when there is no help or there is no assistance don't give up because somebody said he will not assist you blind Bartimaeus of Mark 10 when he heard it was Christ of Nazareth was for some began to cry out and said Jesus thou son of David have mercy upon me and many turned him and said to him hold your peace hold your peace hold your peace but he cried the more a great deal <laughs> then Jesus stayed and told him to come and they called blind man and said to him okay <laughs> be of good cheer the Lord's calling for thee listen this does not make you blind Bartimaeus don't you see this is the with our stories someone says ha I just feel like blind Bartimaeus. No, 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 no. You are, you are missing it. You are not blind Bartimaeus and you can never be. You can only learn persistence from him. So, you learn persistence from the story of blind Bartimaeus. You learn persistence from the story of blind Bartimaeus. You don't become him. You just learn persistence from the story. That if you feel led of God to do something or you desire to achieve something here on this earth without any express leading of the Spirit of God and there's no negative thing on the inside of your mind please be persistent no matter how many times you fail keep trying most men who succeed today most men whom you envy did not start where they are. They've gone through so much. Sometimes their stories are better told than felt. I've been preaching a superior, a best, better covenant. I've also been able to show you several reasons why it's impossible to hold the old and the new testament as both valid until now if the old and the new testament are valid the Bible is a false representation of a true God. If, for example, 
trouble. You see this contrast several times in the Bible, and it's that it's either you agree with Christ or you disapprove of the entire essence of the Bible message. For example, Galatians 5 and verse 4 says, If you are justified by the laws of Moses, you are falling from grace. It simply means the laws of Moses and the grace of Christ cannot cohabit. It's impossible. Cannot coexist. Cannot be true at the same time, on the same plane, in a parallel. There is no other way than to look at the Bible and accept that the Old Testament is obsolete and invalid. And archaic and done away with. I'm reading after a theologian, one theologian that is over 80 years old during the weekend. I'm reading after him and the man said, Hebrews 8.13 should not be taken as a Bible verse. And I was wondering why he said this. He said because if Hebrews 8.13 is true, then the Old Testament is obsolete. And I was wondering the, the problem here. Can I say again what I just said? Sometimes I tell you a story and I say so fast you don't even remember. Just remember Revo said it is bad to pray. All that's all you know. Revo said it is wrong to pray. Revo said when you see a man of God slap his face. Revo said when your parents get up you didn't have time to listen to the story well. When I tell you a story and you have not heard, don't say it again because you will just mix it and miss it. I'm reading after an elderly octogenarian theologian over the weekend and the man said Hebrews 8.13 will not be part of the Bible because if it is, then the Old Testament is obsolete. Maybe you don't even know what he says. In that he says a new covenant he hath made the first old. Now that which decays and works at old is ready to So this person is angry that these verses in the Bible. He says if it's in the Bible then it's too bad. <laughs> but it is. So he has issues with the implication of this verse. But you don't have to have issues. Just receive it with meekness. Put away all filthiness. And superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness. James 1 and verse 21. The engrafted word which is able to save your souls. James 1 16. Do not err my blood brethren. Matthew 22 and verse 29. You do err. Not learn the scriptures. Neither the power of God. There is no need to fight it. Just take it the way it is. Hebrews 8.13 is there and it invalidates the Old Testament. Not just this verse alone. Several other verses I have taught you in this church. I'll show you. I'll show you. There is no way you can hold Old Testament as unilaterally true. It's not possible. I shared with you Psalm 11 and verse 5. How God trieth or tempts the righteous. And then I come to James 1.13 and says, God tempted no man. This is a contradiction. So how do these contradictions exist in the same book? It becomes a scam. 
unless we allow what the book itself says the same book that brings up a contradiction brings up the fact that the first testament has been annulled so it's a contradiction you have the ones who have refused to agree with what the situation is he's saying that it's been annulled so why are you fighting it so this morning quickly i want to just uh, make some little progress along these lines and what i'm trying to do is this i'm trying to establish you in the truth of the new testament so that you stop being confused as a bible student the only thing you will ever get from this mix-up you have is a confusion because until now when the old testament is read a veil is upon their heart it's only by the Christ-centered line of focus you can get it clear or else you just be as you are as confused as you are i see many of you quote psalms and isaiah and ezekiel in your status on your facebook walls quoting psalms trying to earn old testament privileges and promises very wrong because these things are not in christ jesus and you are not an israelite if you are not an israelite you have no right to the book of psalms you have a privilege to it and it's in the same Christ the Old Testament is annulled so let's take it this way Galatians 6 let's start from Galatians 6 and I'm gonna be fast today I know I know some folks came to church 15 minutes to the end last week I say thank God we made it today because I'll be through before they come you can imagine when you're in this church for 10 years 15 years and you have never been early before or you permanently come when the prayers are over many folks in this church don't believe in prayers they don't they have nothing to do with praying in this church and you expect this to work for you and you say what are you alone now? you're on your own no? the scheme of the church you don't believe in this is why you don't give you don't support because you don't believe the church you ought to follow the scheme so you can walk in the scheme or you're on your own like Galatians 6 for in Christ Jesus except you are outside of Christ if you are outside of Christ no problem but if you are in Christ then it has to be the way the Bible says it I think that many of you are too much for the Bible and if you are I, I don't have anything I can say about you you know, I'm not in this church debating you over your your academic qualifications. I'm not fighting with you over where you hail from. We're not here clashing over who is from which tribe. This is not resource control. This is not comfort of Nigeria. This is um, some constitutional amendment of 1960. This is church. We teach the Bible strictly once you don't agree with the bible i have nothing to do with you because uh, where do we meet what, what is the coordinate of our discussion what, what are we talking if we are talking asna and, and rabbit treats of uh, of uh, of of uh, of uh, um, what of of um, bondus liga i can't talk with you except I mean, I, I don't have such information on my finger. 
what is happening to Trump and, and Biden? I don't know much. I do, I, but Bible is what we are talking. So please let's keep it at this. So we don't stray. We are talking Bible. Amen. Yes. Galatians 6. 15. For in Christ Jesus. In Christ. Because of Christ. In whom. In whom. Imagine. I'm teaching last Sunday. And I said it's illogical. To believe. Certain believers. Are more anointed than others. It's illogical. It's illogical to believe I as a pastor I am more anointed than Daniel the man on the saxophone. It's illogical. You know why? So simple. This is not scientific permutation of almighty formula. This is Bible. While the man preaching the word may look more anointed than the man on the saxophone, the Bible here at Ephesians 4 and verse 6 tells us one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. So if it's the same God, then there is no difference. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Romans 10 and verse 12, the same God of all. He's rich to all that call upon his name. The same God over all. Acts 10, 34. God is no respecter of persons. Hebrews 10, verse 38. God is no respecter of persons. Are you in church? Galatians 6. 15. For in Christ Jesus, neither being a Jew availeth anything, nor being a Gentile. First, it was Israel and other nations. Don't make the mistake. If you look at the Old Testament, it was either Israel or other nations. Other nations were one nation. Israel was another nation. And Israel was unique and chosen of God, special in God's sight. This is the Old Testament principle. In the New Testament, Israel, Gentile, bifurcation has been cancelled. It's whether you are a new creature now. This is very simple. It is not whether you are a Jew or Gentile that matters. It is whether you are born again or not. When I stand boldly in this church and I tell you it's the nation of the kingdom of God and other nations of this earth, please don't get it mixed up, don't get confused, don't get it twisted. It is the truth. I have shared with you Ephesians chapter 2 verses 11 to 22. How that it's not Jewish or Gentiles because God has 
broken down the new wall of partition. It's a new man. It is a new man in Christ. The new man in Christ. Nothing more. But a new creature. 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 Some of us call it new creature. Creature. Creation. Creature. Creation. Creature. Creation. Is any man called? That is, if you are a believer. God has called every one of us in Christ. Is any man called being a Gentile? Let him not become a Jew. Is any man called a Jew? Let him not become a Gentile. Is any man called a Gentile? Let him not become a Jew. Who told me this? First Corinthians 7 and verse 18. Is any man called circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Is any man called uncircumcised? Let him not become circumcised. Meaning what? Verse 19. Circumcision is nothing. And uncircumcision is nothing. But the, com the keeping of the commandment of God. On and on, and you see that this is divine in Christ Jesus. So you don't think keeping the commandments is any good thing outside of the outside outside of being born again. This this brings me speedily to my message this glorious morning. If you don't allow that the Old Testament is done away with remain the way it is as true then there could be a serious confusion as to your identity in the Bible and this has given me serious concern your identity your, your place in the Bible What is your identity? How does the Bible call you? How does the Bible regard you? What does the Bible call you? What, what does God's word call you? You, you, you. What is the relevance of the scriptures to you? This is a very serious question I want to answer quickly. Because it's important. Just at the end of the day, become confused. I don't, think, I don't think I want to blame anyone for the confusion today in the body of Christ, except you. 
You seem to have eyes but cannot read the Bible. You have a mind but you can't read the Bible. And you are so ignorant that you come to church and pastors just sell lies to you. And you are so emotional you are bankrupt spiritually. If you will ever read your Bible like a sane person, you will see that several things taught in the body of Christ are just nonsense. From the same Bible from which you can glean the truth personally. But you are too busy. So you are deceived. If the Old Testament as obsolete as Hebrews 8.13 says and Hebrews 8.6 says and Corinthians 3 says then it's going to be too many confusions too many contradictions we are grappling with too many several several things the only way the Bible can be sane and not a scam if you, if you allow its message on how invalid the Old Testament has become. And so, the moment you do allow this message, you are on your own. You are given a self-interpretation of the Bible which is erroneous. But if you allow it to speak what it has said, then it becomes a sane, calculable book, easy to understand. And there are no controversies in the Bible. If you can read it the way it is. Whom are you called by the book? Under the Old Testament, there was no gross identity for individuals. Individuals had individualized pursuance and pursuit and perception of God. And God dealt with them as individuals, even in Israel. In the New Testament, there is a packet. There is a box we fit into. There is a label, a nomenclature, a name, and an identity you must bear. It is called the new creature. The Bible is only relevant to you here today as a believer as the new creature. The new creature. The new creation. The new species of being. The The new individual, the new creature. Outside of this, the Bible is not relevant to you. You know, when you cry to God, you say, God, God, Thomas, who is Thomas? There's no Thomas in your Bible that relates to you. The Thomas and the Bible lived and died over 2,000 years ago. There's no identity. He said, God, remember Yabo. Who is Yabo in the Bible? The Bible is not relevant to you in your cocoon, miniature, or even complex problem. The Bible is relevant to you as the new creature. So when you see anything in the Bible that does not specifically speak of the new creature you have no right to it this this your gross music of the bible is very erroneous you just carry the bible just read one verse and god said no this lie this is your lie of god told me 
it's, it's playing out terribly now god told me you just tell lies god told me god whereas it's just your mind that empty minds empty mind on empty heads playing drafts and rudo upon your life making a caricature playing cat life god told me something against what god said Corinthians 5 and verse number 17 will learn this. This is a straight jacket status. You have nothing on Africa You may disagree, it doesn't change it. You may fight it, it does not nullify it. Me go, me da. I know Sabi, I know understand, he's not here. It's the straight jacket truth of the word of God. You have a right and a choice to it. It's your it's your own ball game. Second Corinthians five and verse seventeen. Therefore, therefore, if any man, remember I told you earlier, I'm not teaching you science or history or economics. I'm teaching you Bible. Always say that about me. Say the, the man, the man is some, the man somehow. Uh, the only problem he has is that he teaches Bible. That's his problem. You understand? Okay. This Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man, now this is man or woman. This is what it means. Man or woman here is universal sex unisex man or woman if any man be in christ he is a new creature this is the new label you have in christ jesus you are not Taju or mohammed you are a new creature change your name you don't need to change your name from if i day to jesus day you know why because once you are in christ no matter what your name is on the earth you are a new creature it doesn't make a difference somebody says ah names are important names may be important but in christ jesus your name has changed to new creature Whatever your name is, doesn't matter. I told you in this church, there's a man mentioned at 1 Corinthians 3, mentioned Acts 18, mentioned Acts 19, whose name is Apollos. 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 And the word Apollos means destroyer. It means Satan. It means opposer. Imagine at the Corinthian church asking somebody and saying, Hey, who, who did you say that you? Then you say, Ah, it's Brother Satan. Eh, all right, Brother Satan. Why didn't Paul say, What 
kind of name is this? Go and change the name immediately. He did not. There's no need to change Apollos to any other name because if he's a new creature, it's a spiritual change already. So first and foremost, you must refuse to allow dents and dentures and determined vices or devices in your name affect your morale, affect your thinking about your livelihood in Christ. Because if you are in Christ, you are a new creature, a new being, a kahinos creature, a creature that never existed before. A new individual, a new species of being, new person, a new individuality, and it's further defined after the full colony says, All things are passed away, and it defines the all things. How it says, Behold. All things have become new. Everything about your life is new. You say, sir, what about my body? What about my eyes? Well, the ideology of a new creature is spiritual. You know why? It defines it at verse 16 that it's not about the flesh. It's not about the earthy or the earthly. or the ugly or the worldly it is definitely something beyond and outside of the flesh therefore fourth no we no man after the flesh ye no Christ after the flesh yet now henceforth no we have no flesh it's a spiritual change if you are in Christ Jesus there is a spiritual change all things are now new hence all other things that existed before have become obsolete. Meaning what? Your spiritual identity, your spiritual status, your status in Christ. Remember, it's in Christ. Many of us keep get we, we get it twisted. We say it's in my in church I said in Christ because there may not be any outward change in your body you may not be sick give your life to Christ you are born again you are still sick it's possible because it's of the earth physical but we're talking about the in Christ reality and faculty and charter and character and newness in Christ in Christ so spiritual relationship before now has been changed and terminated this is why i tell you i say for example if you were cursed before you meet jesus the course is cancelled when somebody tells you that uh, you are going through this because of a cross tell the person i am a new creature in christ when somebody says no no it's not like that come for deliverance the person i am in christ 
when somebody says eh you see actually eh tell the person i am in christ and this is not just some cheap lip service talk this is not a religious confusion or dogma this is not just some opium or opinions of somebody who's confused it tells us how verse 14 you died with christ you died with christ you died with christ your old man died with christ your old person died with christ your old curses died with christ your link with your parents that made your life somehow Die with Christ. If it happens in your family, it should not happen to you. You died in Christ. If it runs in your bloodline, it can never happen to you again. You died in Christ. If this is how it used to be, you are a new man in Christ Jesus because you died with Christ. It's for real. You are a product of divine sacrifice. You are a product of divine sacrifice. You are not cheap person. You lost your identity in God's divinity. So powerful. So we are saying today the only sin that is relevant to you is whatsoever he said about the new creature. does not speak of you as a new creature anybody on this earth who talks to you without the consciousness of a new creature is lying to you any mother or father husband or wife children friends or relations boss or subordinates who do not speak to you as a new creature they are underestimating the integrity of your God. This is the only thing. The man they saw, how they see you, died in Christ Jesus. The man you could underestimate, died in Christ Jesus. The man whose life you could predict, died in Christ. You are a new creature. Nothing is relevant to you again except in Christ. This is your new status. So when you read your Bible, or you hear a song or you hear a sermon if it does not locate you as a new creature it's a lie of the devil it is not about how sonorous it is not about how oratorical it is not about how gifted it is not about the charisma it is not about the charm it is not about the eloquence it's about the truth it is about the truth it is about the truth it is about the truth no matter how eloquent somebody speaks when the truth becomes shaky <laughs> when the truth is no longer I saw a comedy 
old man with his honey daughter babe had some nice time and the girl will slap the man's bald head you know it's love when a 20 years old girl slaps a 60 years old man's bald head is love I just said love I did not say gospel, I just said love. Affection, romance, infatuation, call it anything. Fling. Anything, call it. The guy will slap the man's head and the man says, Oh, cool. I'm cool. Then she will slap him and say, Ah, undo me, dear, dear. Then she will slap it and say, Oh, cool, cool, cool. Then she will slap it and say, Ah, it's painful. Reduce it. Then she will say, yeah, by the phone. And the guy will say, yeah, 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 yeah. What was the price? What's the price? You said the phone is. It's a, it's a, it's a Samsung, Samsung Galaxy Tab S4. $1,000. Okay, okay, okay. Then the girl will caress the head more. And then caress it and say, and you're buying me the car. And I will say, ah, you say car. How much is the car? I say, well, one million. Ah, okay. Then the girl will caress the man's head. Deeply carousing and caressing it. And then she said, you buy me the house. And the guy said, ah, take your hand away. Ah, ah. Oh, you mean, I'm not going to motion. I was going to buy a room. Oh, you mean, Daruna. I was what you are talking about now. I said, car, agreed. You said, which one is house again? Ah, take your hand away. No, 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 no. Ah, oh, you mean, Daruna some deep areas where you are touching areas outside the new creature because this is my new identity. This is what God will have you think as a saint. I'm looking at Paul and Paul people on this ground is saints. Look at Paul's letters. Because you can't keep seeing yourself as Tunde or Kule and walk right with God. You can only see yourself as a new creature to walk with God. You can't keep seeing yourself as somebody who needs blessing. You must see yourself as a new creature in Christ Jesus who is already blessed. You are not seeing what God is saying. You are not seeing what the Bible is saying. And so, you are fighting God. You are marching against gradients. You are working against the slope. You are not seeing what God is saying. God is calling you a new creature. God is calling you a new creature for being in Christ. You are calling yourself uh, Matthew. Or what to me? Baba Tunde? My mother said, Yet, what my mother said before I got born again is true. Now I am a new creature. What they said before I met Christ is true. Now I am in Christ. 
My dreams could make meaning, but now I am in Christ. My fears could make meaning, but now I am in Christ. They could make meaning before. My failures had a dent on my morale, but now I am in Christ. I have not failed till I have failed in God. I have not failed till I have failed in Christ. I have not failed till I have failed in God. I have not failed till I have truly failed in Christ. It's a different thing. You are not you are not thinking as God have you think. God wants you to think as a new creature, a new individual. A lot has been invested in your birth in God. A lot has been invested in your birth in God. Let's see this. Let's see this. Let's see it. John chapter number 1 from verse 10. He was in the world. The world was made by him. The world knew him not. unto his own. His own received him not. John 1.12 But to as many as received him, he gave the right, the privilege to be called the sons of God. To be called a son of God. To be called a child of God is just nomenclature. It's not just something attached to your work or your dress. A child of God named this phrase is not an expression of your piety. It's not an expression of your pseudo-religious look, your false piety. To be called a child of God is revelatory of a spiritual birth. It's revelatory of a spiritual investment. It's revelatory of a divine grant. Something happened to you. Something happened to me. To be called a child of God is to be born by the Spirit of the Father. To be born from the womb of Obinai Potence. To lose my identity in God's divinity. To lose my identity teaching God's divinity to be called a child of power. Look at John 1, 12 and 13. Are you still in church? John's gospel chapter 1 John 1 but as many as received him to them gave he right this is the word exosia exosia right audacity or privilege it is called power right in the KJV but as many as received him to them gave he right or privilege or power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. Those who receive him are those who believe on his name. Receiving him is not receiving him with flippantly. It's believing on his name, which speaks of
believing on his resurrection or the connotation in, in his resurrection the connotation of his name verse 3 tells who you are you are not a joke verse 13 tells who you are which we are born not of blood you lost your descent you lost your genital you lost consanguineous affiliations you are different from the man that used to be you are a new creature nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God you are born of God that which is born of flesh John 3 6 is flesh but that which is born of spirit is spirit James 1 and verse 18 of his own will be God yours James 1 18 of his own will be God yours by the word of truth first peter 123 being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible seed by the word of god first john 3 and verse 8 for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy works of the devil he first john 3 9 he that is born of god committed not sin for his seed remained in him neither can he sin because he's born of god earth in christ jesus so this is your identity when you pick up the bible or anybody preaches the bible at you your only identity is a new creature that's all if it does not relate to the creature you have nothing to do with it it's a position it's positional referendum it's a class Positions. We know how to do positions on earth. We know it, but we don't know in church. You know when you call a professor doctor, he corrects you quickly. When you insist, he gets angry at you. You know when you call Mrs. MRS, when you call her Miss, she frowns. When you insist, she gets angry with you. When you say it again, she will curse you and say back to sender. People love positions. They quickly identify. When you ordain, when you ordain them, you ordain them. Come, deconnesses. When you ordain them, I, I ordain you a pastor. She wears a cloak. He wears a cloak. It's it says, I'm a pastor. But when we say you are a new creature, you find it so difficult to accept. Why? 
Why? All these just said to you are physically reversible changes. All I just said as examples in the last two minutes are reversible. I have seen professors demoted before. I have seen MRS become MS or MIWS. I've seen the married divorce before. I've seen pastors demoted before. I've seen a pastor in one church who comes and it becomes an altar in another church. But when you have become the new creature in Christ Jesus, it is an irreversible thing. Transformation God has given you. I want you wants you to begin to identify with this new nomenclature. This is the only way you can understand the mind of God through his word. As the new creature. So, if you are going to quote Psalms, remember you are a new creature. If you are talking of Isaiah, remember you are a new creature. If you are talking about the wisdom of Solomon, remember you are a new creature. If you are singing about Goliath, remember you are a new creature. If you are talking about the woman with the issue of blood, remember that you are a new creature. How many of you to be free from enemies. And you see, I don't have an enemy. Or what do you mean by enemy? Let's redefine it. Oh, you mean that eh, whatever is born of God overcome the world? How many of you here want deliverance from ancient demonic oppression? I'm a new creature. How many of you here want God to visit you in two days? Why will he visit me? He lives in me by his spirit. He did not go anywhere. He has not been anywhere. He has not been able to go to the market itself. We are together. <laughs> Hallelujah! The devil said, huh? Oh. He doesn't know me. He lost my identity. The man he knew died in Christ Jesus. That cheap, yes, that powerful. It looks cheap, but it's the word of God. Orchestrated, maintained, performed by God on the pastors. It is done over and accomplished. If God If God says I have done it, it is done. Whom are you? The new creature. is the point of serious concern. You don't see yourself where God is in you. You don't seem to agree with the Bible on whom you are. It's a serious issue. You don't seem, you don't seem to agree with the mind of the Father. You are doing your own thing. You are rebellious. You are recalcitrant. You are stubborn. You are just like Israel. For they, being ignorant of God's thing and doing their own thing, 
brought on. For they, being ignorant of God's thing and doing their own thing, they have not submitted. You are not getting it. You have to agree with what God is saying. God is calling you a new creature. This is who you are. Identities of the masculine, identities of the feminine, identities of the Nigerian. identities of the cursed identities of the weak identities of the impoverished identities of the lackluster petite beggarly cowardly person i used to be died in christ jesus frailty died in christ jesus my face died in christ jesus Whom are you? If it is not clear cut about the new creature, it is not for you. What say it again, say it again. What did you say God said? Some of us don't have such gods. We don't have such gods. Say, say it again. making two so I knew two so you said God said I knew two so no two so she know listen let me I need go give me two so Don't shake, don't shake. Just say gently. This is why you are shaking. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of your customers. <laughs> Stop shaking. What? what did God say? I knew more, more, so cut along. We go give him coke, give him coke, give him bread, coke and bread. Sit down. Eat bread. Oh, yeah, say it again. What did God say? He asked any more, more, give me your one idea and a four. I told you, but why you back on so that I will not talk God. What is God saying? Ah, no, 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 that's not God cannot be talking to a new creature like he's talking to Taye. Taye died in Christ. Let them know you are a new creature. But let me close. Chapter number five, verse eight. Ephesians five and eight. Play the keyboard, Jenny. Don't worry, we are closing church. your body. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in Christ. 
different ball game altogether. Things have changed. Things have changed. Hallelujah. I met I met one guy called Prince Chooks. Prince Chooks used to be on campus. He was in BLF. He was always asking me questions. Each time I had the privilege to preach at School of the Word, I was sure of Prince Chooks' questions. So when I was through, I would just say, all right, before we go, Prince Chooks, ask your question. He's on particularly minor pressure from the rest of Niger Delta. He would just come and say, he could say something like, an example, Sir, you have your, from your repository deposit of rare nuggets of information, didactically, educatively, postulatively shown us, and then we all wait. When he was through with all his jargons, he would ask a simple question, and I answer, and he would sit down. Then I'm preaching at Lagos some years ago after he had graduated and got married and went abroad. And, and the man said to me before we started the meeting, the man said, he said, he said, sir, he said, eh, don't forget that we are now married. I said, who are the we? He said, all the people here are now. I said, is there a different Christ for the married as opposed to the unmarried? He said, no, 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 no. When you answer our questions, remember we are married. I said, what does this mean? And I got what he was saying. He said, we are no more kids. Add some respect. Can you think this way? Can you think this way? And say, I'm now a new creature. me in the light of being in Christ. I'm no longer ordinary. I'm not a Jew. I'm a Nigerian. I'm a new creature. I'm not a Nigerian youth. I'm a new creature. I'm not a dude. I'm not a handsome boy. Distributor of human seeds everywhere I go. I'm a new creature. Don't treat me anyhow. I'm an impossible enema. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. This things teach and command. Let man, no man despise your youth, but be an example of the believer. That's a new creature. First Timothy 4, 11, 4, 12. Be an example of a new creature. What are you looking out for? You are looking out for the Bible to the new creature. Said by Christ or Paul or David 
or Moses or Ezekiel or Isaiah or Habakkuk or Amos postulated by Adonijah or Absalom or Solomon said by Reuben or Naphtali said by whosoever if it does not identify me as a new creature it is irrelevant to me. it is irrelevant to me when i go to church and you preach at me and you don't identify me as the new creature you are a liar all prophecies must see you as the new creature Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. Nigeria shall be great again. It's a lie. There's nothing about Nigeria. It's either about the new creature or the new creature. I said it before. When Gio said some years ago, when Gio said, when Gio said at a particular meeting, Gio said, Nigeria shall be great again. I said, Nah, lie. About 15 years ago, I said, Now nah, lie. Ha. Will it happen? When good luck came, people said we have met good luck. I said, Good luck is not about to. I said, This issue of luck is a serious issue. Nations are honesty, hard work, integrity. I said it. I said this good luck will bring us bad luck. Today is worse than ever. If it is not about the new creature, I have no business with it. First yet God. Okay. The Lord said, Reuben shall move to Absalom. Hello? Whom are you talking about? Prophesy, and I'll say, Ah, Oga, this one you are saying, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you don't know that I'm one of them. I, I am a new creature. Ah. Adi, I'm a new creature now. So easy. So easy. I used to know a boy on campus. The boy is the boy's name is Yemifabuaro. He's a fashion designer in Lagos. When we were on campus, he was at Eshadalo Fellowship. Yemifabuaro. He had jelly cones. He had jelly cones. Lipstick. And he would go to the guest hostel and stay there. In the guest hostel. He was a member of Eshadalo Fellowship. When the when the porters come, they will come and see him. And they will just sit down. And they leave me alone. They thought he was a girl. Eh? There was a boy in this church before, an Ondo boy. We used to call him Philippians. Philippians. He had a pound here. The man would go to the salon for two, three hours on Saturday. Pam is come to church. He would sit in the front seat like this. I'll be preaching. People will come to church like you look at only when they look at him and say, Who is this guy? Philippians. 
his hair always part lipstick shiny everything see any city statue so if you will stay with the identity of the new creature people can talk the way they want to talk is i'm a new creature stand to your feet hallelujah i'm a new creature i am a new creature I'm not the other of grace or mercy. I'm not just as Jesus. I am a new creature. It is not about physical momentum. It's about a spiritual transformation. The Bible is only relevant to you as a new creature. If they say it and it does not take into cognizance in Christ it is a lie of devil I am a new creature a brand new man in Christ Jesus all things are passed away behold all things are become new born anew born of God born of the seed of my potence Born by the heavenly. I'm a new creature. A new creation in Christ Jesus. 